The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We have D-Ready with us and Dave Hanratty uh, from the No Encore podcast. And uh, let's talk about music. Uh, but after Kate Bush getting all the benefit of Stranger Things, Dave, looks like Metallica now getting all the benefit. Uh, we've been talking in recent weeks about the Stranger Things effect and what it can do for a musician's career. Plucky underground musicians like Kate Bush, for example, and now Metallica. So um, the new season of Stranger Things has concluded, I believe, season four. I've yet to get to it myself, but uh, there was kind of a first half and now a finale. Um, Kate Bush benefited from being in the first one and then Metallica's Master of Puppets was played in the fourth season finale and essentially has rocketed their streams. Uh, People online all over just discovering this band that they've never heard of before, this anthem that they've never heard of before. And Metallica actually in the last hour or so put out a statement just saying that they are beyond stoked. They are It's an incredible Mm -hmm. honour that the Duffer brothers who make this show know what they're at when it comes to music. They, of course, would say this. But like with the Kate Bush thing, I mean, like, I wish it was a better show. But at the same time, what I will say is it's a good thing for a new generation to come to artists like Kate Bush and also Metallica, of whom I'm fairly fond of, I must admit. Let's play a little bit of Master of Puppets. Proper metal, Dave, isn't it? I'm very happy. Uh, not since I <laughs> twisted Ed Smith's arm into hosting a new metal show have I uh, wielded such wonderful command over the airwaves. This is great. Let's have another, please. And wait till they get to hear Enter Sandman. <laughs> uh, there's actually a story recently about a woman who gave birth at a Metallica show during Enter Sandman. So they really are getting strange headlines this year, it must be said. Uh, D-Ready, have you ever taken to Metallica? Not really, but I do hope that woman called her child Sandman. It seems like the next logical, <laughs> next logical conclusion to that. Of course, Kate Bush um, is like, also I mean, doing brilliantly as a result. Not just the fact that the song has uh, become such a hit. Apparently, she's made a small fortune out of it. Yeah, it's estimated to be about $2.3 million at this point, which is, and that's just the streaming revenue. Um, so God knows what the knock-on effect to, you know, the, you know her, Sorry, her physical on, I, sales you... or her, her records in general once kids actually start to check out the rest of her catalogue, you know? Yeah, but hang on, how much streaming was going? I thought the artist made bugger all money out of streaming. How could she have made $2.3 million already out of streaming revenue? Yeah, but it's been, it's, I mean, that's a drop in the ocean probably compared to the amount of times that it's been streamed, Matt. And it is dependent on the the kind of particular agreements that different artists have with streaming sites as well. But like the thing is, and it is funny that you kind of, that you honed in on the streaming there, because I was thinking about this the other day, you know, when we spoke about the the Kate Bush uh, running up that hill one a couple of weeks ago, uh, we did, you know, we did comment that this wasn't really that new, that like, 
movies back in the 80s and 90s used to relaunch um, famous songs from days of yore back into the charts, like Unchained Melody, going to number one for a number of weeks after Ghost. I guess what is notable now, though, is how quickly it happens because of streaming, because somebody might, you know, literally finish an episode and then go straight on the same device to stream the song. So and then they're obviously talking about it social media as well. So you actually see the knock on effect within hours or just overnight of the song actually being featured. And listener comments, I'm 42 and for years my favourite song has been running up that hill. All my kids know the song, but now I look like a sunshine supporter because it's so popular. Newfound respect for the kids though. Good for Kate Bush and for Metallica. And another one says, it's about time that there was a decent Metallica song played in Today FM. Look forward to hearing Ride the Lightning. This is what I'm saying. Listen, what can I say? Get me in. We'll do it. All right, let's move on to other things. Listen, just because probably our time has been a little bit more constrained than usual, let's do your picks of the week before we have more chats about other things. Uh, Dee, what are you recommending to us this week? Yeah, my pick of the week, uh, Matt, is from an artist called Mel Joanne. Uh, or Mel Joanne, I'm not, <laughs> Melly Joanne. Um, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but she's really, really good. She actually puts me in mind of C-Mat when you look at how she kind of releases stuff online because there's a huge amount of humour to the stuff that she puts out there. She had a debut album last year called HR and then continuing on the same theme around capitalism, this is called Consumer Frothy Mix. <laughs> So that's Mel Joanne, not a million miles removed from Kate Bush, I would suggest, Dee. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, she'd be delighted to hear that. She is what's classed as, we've spoken about this before, DIY pop. So it's all self-produced um, and really, really good. Like I would urge people um, not just to check out that new single, but also to have a to have a listen back to that album, HR, from last year if they missed it. OK, what's your pick, Dave? Uh, going with Metric, an enduring Canadian indie rock band led by the great Emily Haynes, uh, who's also a member of the wonderful Broken Social Scene. Uh, Metric are back with a new album on Friday, uh, this Friday coming, called Form and Terra. Uh, we're going to take a listen to, I think, the third single from it. It's called What Feels Like Eternity, and it's kind of Metric at their best, like a straight-ahead kind of pop-rock banger. So here it is. Crying on the line, tower and divine Caution on repeat with nowhere to be Surface of the peak, try a layer deep Ready to redeem all the drudgery Follow my pain for a long time Dying on crying on the line, tower undivine Follow my pain for a long time Dying on crushing and repeat through another week Toeing the line, attention to find A gate free, pushing at the speed, cut a layer deep Toeing the line, attention to find A gate free, ready to the drudgery, drive away, my strength might save me. 
Metcalf. What is that again? Uh, that is What Feels Like Eternity by Metric. They're a Canadian band for anyone who's never heard of them before. They're extremely good at those kind of choruses. So uh, go back and check them out and check out an album called Fantasies from 2009 if you never had because that's a good place to start. Okay, let's talk about all the gigs that are coming up this week. And... Um Will you be off to Westlife? Uh, I won't be, but I will say, I mean, it's a very good lineup for for a pop act because, like, you got Westlife uh, as your main billing. You got Sugar Babes, the great Sugar Babes from the UK, and mm. you got Soleil, who's like one of Ireland's most interesting artists. So, I think you know, it's good bang for your buck. Westlife seem to still have the public, uh, I guess, you know, imagination, shall we say? Like, like capture. I wonder the- if the two shows sellouts because they do seem to be doing quite a bit of publicity and advertising at present. Yeah, even on the way down here, I did see another ad for it. So it it, it is. It's, it's not quite a Harry Styles situation, but it looks things. From what I heard, he could have sold out the Viva twice over, no problem, because uh, that is his level of supernova status. Um, Westlife, still a draw. Two Avivas, maybe a bit ambitious? I guess we're going to find out. they did Cork a couple of years ago, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. And they're doing Cork, or have they done Cork already this time around? It's the Marquee, is it? Or is it no, Parky Par- 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 Queeve, Par- is it? Queeve, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a Saturday night out in Dublin, it's Westlife playing the hits, it's a good bill if you're into that kind of thing, but yeah, after Cork Park, maybe perhaps a bit too ambitious. Dave, will you be there? I won't, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to Caribou on Friday, which I only remembered when I was looking up the gigs for this week. So that's great news. Um, but Sorry, I you am, should be like, listening I'm... to Andy O'Donoghue earlier talking about people, their digital memory, that if they don't have it written down now on their phone, they forget about the things. Oh, How could I'm... you forget you were going to Caribou on Friday night? Listen, Matt, I nearly forgot I was going to Elton John in Cork last week. It's just these, these things were booked Sorry, so did, long ago. Did you go to Elton John I did. Don't worry. Jesus, of course I did. How was Absolutely. it? It was fantastic. Fantastic. Probably one of the best gigs of my life. Really? That good? Yeah, yeah. I really, like, I mean, I'm a long, long time fan. Um, and, you know, I used to, I think I've told you this before, my my older sister used to pray for darkness on long family trips because then I wouldn't be able to read the, the lyrics sheet from his greatest hits. But, like, absolutely love Elton John. So I was giving it sucks singing along there too. Does he still have it? I mean, like, for all the talk about Paul McCartney's voice at Glastonbury, how was Elton John's voice? I will say I was a bit worried because, you know, there's been a couple of videos that have trended online over the past couple of years of him not sounding ideal, but he's a cracking band behind him. He like from what I could hear, the voice was absolutely still there. And then he did kind of the wise thing for an for an artist at that stage in their career. He has so many hits and he makes it fun for people to sing along with him. Um, And I think that's a good way to do it. Christy Moore must be about the same age as Elton John. I'm just working out there. I don't know his exact age, but he's playing Vicar Street on Monday. And I'd imagine Christy Moore could probably still sell out Vicar Street for weeks if he wanted or go to much bigger venues. Yeah, no comment on the age thing. So I, I, I don't want to get in trouble with Christy Moore, but I will say... Or with Elton John. Or with Elton John, no, <laughs> no less, yeah. Um, he does, though. This is the thing. Christy Moore usually announces these gigs in blocks of 10 or something. And Ooh. they always, always sell out. They're always like... Uh, I think when gigs were first starting to kind of trickle back in recently, uh, he was first out and those gigs sold out instantly people went I, I think there might have been a difference in like the venue cap at the time and how many people you could have because restrictions were probably still in around Christmas time but yeah he's a draw he's a continual draw and will continue to be so I think for as long as he decides he wants to be really You were mentioning you're going to see Caribou on Friday at the Ivy Gardens uh, D but who else is on there over the next few nights? Yeah, so Mick Flannery is playing there with special guests on Thursday and then Damien Dempsey is on Saturday with James Blunt on Sunday. 
Okay. Uh, will you go to any of those? Uh, I interviewed James Bond a few months ago and he was exactly the uh, kind of knowing yeah. rent-a-quote you would, you would want him to be. Uh, however, my friendship with James will not go beyond the 20-minute Zoom call that we had and I will not be attending his show. But, you know, I'll, I'll pirate him. I mean, <laughs> I never... That's very unkind. Please don't tell him. Never ever go for James Bond online, whatever you do, because he is a specialist in taking people down on Twitter, as he himself very much knows. <laughs> What's the other side festival, D? It's at Slane Rock Farm, so not not Slane Castle, but close enough. Um, and that is on starting this Friday, running through to Sunday. So it's got a lovely lineup um, of a lot of great Irish acts. So Soda Blonde is in there, Nilo, Mango by Mathman, Saint Sister, um, and a whole lot more besides. Okay, uh, what's Adele been saying about those controversial cancelled Las Vegas shows, D? Adele has basically saying that she felt a lot of grief and a lot of guilt actually over um, the loss kind of that the people would have incurred around her high profile Las Vegas residency, which was cancelled at the last minute back in January. And she maintained at the time that like, you know, they were going to be such a big event for people and she wasn't happy with the production I think uh, in the lead up to it and they were, I mean they were hugely hugely expensive tickets um, and it's not like people wouldn't have would have just bought the tickets like they probably would have paid for accommodation and stuff anyway so she just wanted to let fans know that it wasn't that she didn't care that she had you know made the decision to cancel for the right reasons. Okay, a listener said the specials last Saturday was one of the best gigs of the summer. Actually, a friend of mine was at it, said it was absolutely terrific. Very quickly, Dee, uh, Charlie Watts, when he died, everyone paid tribute to his drumming. There's a new biography coming out. We're not going to discover that he was wilder than Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, are we? I think we're safe enough on that front, Matt. Dave, um, no, just like, get Dave on that one. He's always been the quiet one. I mean, like, the thing about Charlie Watts is I remember when they headlined Glastonbury a few years ago, uh, they were asked, what was it like? It must have been the most amazing show of your life. And he said that he was really annoyed because the wind kept playing havoc with his cymbals. Uh, he's like, he's a jazz guy. He likes performing in pubs, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I'd be a bit apprehensive about this because he's, he is so quiet that, like, you know, would he really want this? But if you're a Rolling Stones fan, it's official. It's family approved. Go get it. Dave Hanratty, D-Ready, thank you very much for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.